a lady in my church came to my office. She wanted to talk about how she was still struggling with the loss of her husband. She had lost him two years ago, and there's no timetable on grief as though people are gonna get over it at a certain point. So I asked her what she had been up to and she had traveled to see the kids and the grandkids. But then I asked her how she had been feeling as of late. And you know what she said? She said she was angry. She was angry at everyone. She was angry at herself, at her husband who's now in heaven. She was angry with her kids, her grandkids, her neighbors, her coworkers. She had an explanation for all of it. She said, I know you probably think that I'm crazy for being angry at everyone, and I even have reasons, so I've thought about it, but, but I just want to tell you how I'm feeling, and I don't know why. The first thing I had to tell her is that that's normal. I think most people probably go through that. It's easy to get angry at the other person when you think about what they've left you with. They should have made better preparations. You get mad that maybe you didn't have a better relationship or really mad about some of the final circumstances and maybe some of that anger is directed right at them. You can get angry that they weren't a, a better parent, a better child, a, a better spouse, a better worker, a better planner. They didn't clean up that mess before they left. It's normal. You might also get angry at yourself. You wish you were a better spouse, a better parent now that your child is gone, or you were a better child to your parents now that one or both of them are gone. You wish you weren't so short-tempered. You wish you had kinder things to say that, that you showed up that time when you should have. It's, you would have spent more time on those special days and maybe more time even in between those holidays. That's normal. I know I felt that. People commonly even get angry with God. God is loving. God is in control. Why would he do this to me? He's, he's the one who really could take care of this. This could have gone differently. The way he took my loved one from me, it should have gone better. It's normal to feel that way. But can I suggest that we pull back some of the layers of that onion, proverbially speaking, and, and ask ourselves, behind a lot of this anger, what's really going on? Where's a lot of our focus? That man I told you about in the previous two videos, he said, I realized finally why I'm angry. It's because I'm thinking a lot about me. Now that doesn't mean that you're angry and therefore you're selfish and, sh and so you shouldn't do that. No, it, it means that this is normal, but that's a profound piece of wisdom that that man shared. That when we're thinking about why we're so upset, we're to a large degree thinking about ourselves. And yes, that's normal. And we might even say that's okay. But we have to remember, we're just only one part of this grander puzzle, and God is certainly at work. When it's hard to decipher all of the emotions and feelings, especially anger, do you know what God does? Look no farther than that first Easter morning. Let me share these words as Jesus encounters Mary Magdalene. Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white, seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, Woman, why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, 
Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. Mary was so confused, so filled with all sorts of emotion that she couldn't even see that the one thing she was looking for was right there in front of her. How blinding the anger, maybe? The fear, the sadness, the worry. And yet of all of those emotions, and there probably were more, she couldn't see the person in front of her, and yet there he was. The one thing she needed to wipe away that blurry vision, so to speak, and to give her not just the thing she needed then, but the thing she needs forever. A savior who didn't just die and promise to take away her sins and give her eternal life, but the savior who walked out of the grave and even crushed death as he went over that threshold. And he calls her by name, Mary. And he knows her name just as he knows your name. So listen to your savior as he calls your name today. You can imagine him saying it out loud, putting yourself in this story with your anger and aggression, the host of other emotions that you are feeling, the concoction of everything that's frustrating you, and simply listen to your Savior call you by name. For the one who rose from the dead knows what you're going through. And he's the one who seeks to remove that blurry vision so you would focus on him and all of the eternal blessings that he gives. He is right here with you right now. Hey everyone, it's Pastor Mike. As you were listening today, could you think of one person in particular in your life who could really use this message? I have a hunch if you take just a second, someone's name or face might pop into your brain. We'd love for you to share this episode so people just like that, that you love and that God loves, can learn more about God's love. So take a moment, share this episode with someone you care about. Thanks so much for spreading the good news of Jesus and have an amazing day.